Grace, mercy, and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. God loves you dearly, and that is shown most clearly by the Lord's desire to come to you and to save you. Advent means coming. The Lord is coming. During Advent, we joyfully relive the countdown to Bethlehem, waiting for the perfect timing of our God to send us our Savior, as Mary's son. We also rejoice that the Lord comes to us here and now in his forgiving ways, the gospel, baptism, absolution, and Christ's body and blood. But we also wait for another coming of our Lord, Jesus' final advent. He is coming to set his people free. On the last day, he will judge the living and the dead. How can you be sure you are prepared for that day? How can you be sure you will be found righteous, innocent, pure, and holy? By trusting God's beautiful, comforting promise in Jeremiah 23, 6. Which I have skipped over, haven't I? So, we will come back to this here. So, how can you be sure you'll be found righteous, innocent, and pure, and holy? By trusting in God's beautiful, comforting promise in Jeremiah 23, 6, where God promises that Christ will be your righteousness, your perfect record. No wrongs and all good credited to your account as you trust in Christ, because this is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. The Lord is our righteousness. There can be hardly any better news than this, for we certainly are not good enough in ourselves. There's a man named Rod Torreson. He is a poet laureate who lives in Grand Rapids, Michigan. He's a Missouri Lutheran school teacher. He grew up on a farm in Iowa. His family had a loyal farm dog. The dog was a tame, helpful protector of the chickens and sheep. He was joyful. His whole back half would swing as his tail whipped when greeting his master. But this dog had a dark secret, a terrible double life. At night, he would catch up with a pack of wild dogs and hang out. They didn't smoke or play cards, But they'd track down sheep, sink their canines past the woolly fluff right into the lamb's flesh. One morning, the Taurusans caught him sneaking home at sunrise with some lamb caught between his teeth. Oh, Christian, you too are living a double life. You look so tame and domesticated, pious little Christian family dogs. But there is a battle going on inside you. Wild dog thoughts race through your fevered minds. Animalistic instincts leap within you, seeking to be free. Free to sink your teeth into your best friend's reputation by barking out cutting words. Free to wander off wherever you want into dens of iniquity. Free to stare your sharpened eyes on what the Lord does not want you to see. Leering into the glowing computer screen, panting in the dark corner. Free to dump your master and be your own masters as you chomp down hard on the flesh of rebellious fruit. 
Oh, sure, the loyal dog inside gains control for a while, but as Paul writes in Romans 7, I do not do what I want, but I do the very things I hate. You have divided hearts and split minds. You are tame on the outside, but wild on the inside. Paul writes again, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Lord, have mercy on us. Hosanna, that is, save us. Deliver us. And even before you cry out, he already has. For God loves you dearly. He saw your need before you were. Before his advent to judge, your Lord comes twice. Both advents to cover you with Christ's righteousness. His perfect goodness, that at his last advent you can stand and live forever. That is why the God who loves you dearly sends a righteous branch from David's clan. A beginning tree doesn't look like much, especially a little shoot growing out of a stump. But this shoot from the stump of David's nearly decimated family tree has got a name. The Lord is our righteousness. First, this branch that God raises up is not just anyone. He is the Lord. This is not just some regular old descendant of David. This offspring is not another Solomon who starts out with great promise, but fails miserably. This is Yahweh himself. Second, this branch that God raises up is not just his own righteousness, proof of the Lord's own holiness, goodness, and perfection. But he is your substitute. He has come to stand before the court of God's judgment in your place. He has come to be your not guilty verdict and your straight A report card. The Lord is our righteousness. What a blessed substitute before God's judgment. In place of your own sinful conception. For like King David, as Psalm 51 testifies, you inherited sin from your parents. God places in evidence the sinless conception of Jesus. In place of your childhood disobedient, God places in evidence the perfect obedience of Mary's son. In place of your teenage foolish choices, God places in evidence the wise choices of Jesus' early manhood. In place of all the good you have meant to do but left undone, God places in evidence the completed work of the God-man. In place of your death, part of the wages of your sin, God places in evidence Jesus' death because it is the wages of all your sins. In other words, when God the judge opens your record, he sees Jesus' record. According to God's judgment, you have lived every moment from the womb to the tomb without a single failure of any kind. For the Lord is our righteousness. Not even the tiniest smidgen of your sin is showing. Only Christ. But remember, it is not you that you are righteous, that you have done the good you ought. It is that he is righteous. And by being in Christ, you are righteous, for the Lord is our righteousness. So repent, fess up, 
Confess that, yes, I am a poor, miserable sinner. And the eternally free Son of God, who willingly bound himself into our slavery, slavery proclaims you free. And the angels are rejoicing. Welcome home. Eat the lamb of God's flesh to feed the believer and strengthen him for the daily battle against your wild dog flesh. Abide, that is, hang out, stick around with Christ and his word, Holy Scripture. Abide and dwell in the church, the hospital for dogs infected with mad dog disease. Confess the truth of, that God's Scripture gives you, that you are a poor sinner, deserving eternal punishment. Live in the embrace of your baptism into Christ's resurrection. You are God's own child, even as the war in your body continues. The Son has defeated sin, the satanic wolf, and death for you, and declared you free. And on that last Advent, the day of the resurrection, you and Christ will be completely free. No more sickness, no more aching tiredness, no more chaos. No more sin. You will then be no longer saint and sinner, only saint as you are made complete in Jesus' righteousness. Until that final advent, return to the new life God gave you in baptism. Hear your true master's voice. The Lord is my righteousness. Amen. Now may the peace that surpasses all human understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting.